GM friends, welcome to Web3 Bytes, a short but informative clip from one of our full podcast episodes. If you like this content, check out the full episode and don't forget to subscribe. It helps us grow, but it also makes sure that you don't miss another episode of the Web3 Academy podcast. Enjoy. Let's talk a little bit about who are these creators and what are they minting typically do you find? I mean, NFT obviously is, we say this all the time on the show, it's just a wrapper for any digital item, you know, so a song could be an NFT, an article could be an NFT, a piece of art could be an NFT. I think we've gotten gotten a little caught up in the hype of an NFT as a monkey JPEG, but it's so much more than that. So I'm curious, what are you seeing creators using NFTs for and how, are you seeing any trends? Like what has that led you guys to think about in terms of the way you are developing your creative toolkit? Yeah, that's a super interesting question. And I think, you know, we really see like the full breadth of human creativity coming on chain. So it's like everything from like high art to memes to music, video content as well. Like we're seeing basically the whole spectrum and it's sometimes like really established artists that are incorporating a web3 strategy into their into their artistic practice sometimes it's like people just experimenting we're seeing brands obviously experimenting in the space as well and thinking about what they can do there i think the on-chain media is probably the best way that i think mm -hmm. about it which is like it can really be anything and some of the i think the biggest changes that i've seen over the last year have maybe tied into the bear market essentially like you know bill market was all one of ones auctions super high priced nfts artists were really producing very like big pieces of work and you know getting like these super high bids for it which was really really amazing to see i think with the bear market there's been a move more towards minting smaller less production heavy pieces of work that allow that play more into the sort of the more playful experience of like an open edition. It doesn't have to be the super expensive one of one, but it's a very low cost entry point to that artist's world. We also see a lot of artists minting things around a bigger piece. So maybe there's the super expensive one of one, but there's also the fragments and sketches around the artistic practice that are being minted as part of uh, distributing their work to more collectors instead of looking for, for people to buy things at a higher price. Let's take an example of a creator. You can pick whether you want it to be an artist. When would they first interact with Zora? And then what would be the steps of how they would use the creator toolkit and then all the way through until Mint? Like, what does that process look like for them? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's super easy. So you don't hear that in Athens Web 3. <laughs> <laughs> nice to hear somebody say it's super easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we try our hardest to make it very easy for creators to use our token. Like, that's, I think, the piece of feedback that we get all of the time from people that we're onboarding to Web3 is they're like, oh, wow, I can't believe it's actually that easy, which is really nice. And I think definitely one of our superpowers as well that minting on Zora is super straightforward. Basically, you know, like we attract a lot of artists through our networks like we have we have amazing artists on chain who are super proud to be associated with Zora who talk about us a lot and um, there's a lot of goodwill I think in a lot of artist communities towards us as a toolkit so usually we find that artists come into contact with us kind of through word of mouth like through our brand and really what they do is once they come you connect your wallet you click the create button you upload your media a description and title and that's it it's super easy we try to like 
minimize the choices that you're making. We try to kind of be a bit opinionated about the type of contract that you're using. And yeah, is that easy? And then once the contract's deployed, it shows up in our feed. Um, you have a personalized mint page, which you can deploy uh, different themes to that. So it's like a kind of we always like say it's a bit of like a MySpace thing. You can like customize your mint page like with fonts and colors and really kind of tie it into the artwork itself. So it lives in this like world that you have created. And from there, yeah, you can, your audience will be able to mint directly on your mint page. Thank you for listening to Web3 Academy. We hope this helps you along your Web3 journey. If it does, please share this episode and subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Nothing in this podcast was financial advice. Crypto and Web3 can be risky. You can literally lose it all. In fact, if you invest on account of what we say, you probably will lose it all. So don't do that. In all honesty, the point of this podcast is to remove the noise of markets and price and focus on utility and implementation anyway. So you should not take any of this as financial advice. Thank you, friends, and see you in the next one.